Listen, there's a lot of the great things going on with the Razorback football, basketball, baseball, softball. I mean, really everything going great with the Razorback sports program. And who better to talk more about it as well as his great career than Bobby Bones? He joins us next on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I'm your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Very special guest on the podcast today. As we know, we're going to the dog days of summer, but we're still going to have a lot of fun. And welcome in, who is no less than the third best looking guest I've ever had on this podcast. And it is the man himself, Bobby Bones and Bobby, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Who's one and two? And I mean, I'm probably like 23rd, but I'll accept third. But who's one and two? Well, I, I would probably have to give the edge for number one to probably be Sam Pittman as he's come on my podcast. Because best looking? You that, think? Pitt, I, listen, I love Pittman too, but best looking, dude. Have you seen how much weight he's lost? Like he's getting buff and he's, he's looking good, man. You got to, I got to give some praise to him. He's he's a I second man. He looks great, but he better looking than I am. I mean, come on, he's got, <laughs> I got a few years on him. Okay, if that's how the game goes, well, there's a lot of it. Muss is better looking than me. Uh, the ghost of Frank Broyles is better looking than me. So, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, well, hey, listen, man, it's like everybody's better looking than me on the podcast. That's why I bring on guests, so that way, uh, that way I can make them look a lot better. But, uh, no, no, it's great to have you on, man, and I know that you're, you're such a busy guy, and I guess we'll just start with, uh, you know, we mentioned Razorback football, basketball, baseball. I know you've been following it. I know you've been to games. I know, uh, you know, just how long you've been a fan. How incredible is it thinking just a few years ago where this program was at in general to where it's at now and just how much fun are you being able to have with it where you can talk trash now. You can walk with pride. You can talk to your celebrity friends and be like, yeah, I'm a Razorback fan and I'm proud of it this time around. You know, it's cool that – I. Because I, I do walk with a lot of pride. I don't talk a lot of trash yet. You know what it's like. I don't feel like we're comfortable enough to talk trash. <laughs> We've had too many bad, bad years and too many, you know, large, you know, groups of years for for us to feel super confident. But it is really cool that, you know, not only has Coach Pittman brought us back on the football side, which no one was expecting, and Coach Muss brought us back on the basketball side, and not just to relevance, but also to uh, expectation because – that's something that we really don't sit well with as expectation. I know I'm scared of it, you know, and we have it in football and basketball. And so you got to think, you know, Hunter, you're a check because he's the guy that's orchestrating all of these coaches, but I don't even want to stop at those two. Of course, the OG uh, Van Horn, you know, coach Van Horn has been winning for a long time. That has been set as a standard. Uh, but again, if we continue to go and what coach Eiffel's done with the softball team, where, you know, our first year in the SEC, I think they won one SEC game. And then, you know, it was maybe seven and 12. And now, you know, this year they've won the SEC outright. Last year they, they tied for the SEC championship. So it is all around a great time to be a Hog fan. And, you know, for me, especially on the softball side, I like my brother-in-law, his name is DJ Gasso. He's a softball coach at Utah. But his mom is Patty Gasso, the head coach at Oklahoma, who's like the greatest softball coach of all time, like at least coaching right now, living. And Oklahoma's crushing. And so I go, you know, she's family, but I, I'm not a Sooner fan in any way whatsoever. My wife is hardcore Sooner. 
but I will go and watch Patty or Coach Gasso's team, and I will wear a hog. And at first it was kind of just a troll, but now it's like, listen, we're going to go into the SEC tournament and hopefully, you know, get a – uh, like a super regional bef- and make it to the, to the world series in Oklahoma city. And we have a shot to play them. And so all around, it's great to be a hog fan and just to be able to be invested and interested all year long. It's something that I, in my whole life, have never been able to do because we've not been good at everything all at once. Well, and that's the thing that I try to, to tell people too, is because I mean, you know, we're, we're, we grew up as Razorback fans. I grew up in Fayetteville and you know, there's just so much pride in the state of everybody just feeling good about everything. And I can't tell you how many times where it's like, you know, it's I always felt like it was like one sport or the other, you know, like, you know, in the 90s, it was all basketball and football had a couple of years here and there, but it was kind of stagnant and baseball wasn't as big of a deal. And then the 2000s come in and basketball was average sometimes, but then football had a couple of good years here and there and baseball was starting to get it going. It just seems like it's never been able to get on the same page and then just boom, all of a sudden there's not a sport that I can't say as a Razorback fan that I'm like. Not only are we competitive, but we are really good. And you mentioned Hunter Yurchek and everybody involved. Like, it's, I think it's just showing that people outside the state of Arkansas say, oh, little old Arkansas, they ain't no big deal. But people here in the state know what this program's capable of. And it's just nice to see all the sports doing so well because they're living up to the potential that Razorback fans know that they've been able to live up to for so long. Yeah, it's just awesome to win, honestly. You know, we get the crap beat out of us in every every way possible. In every, I mean, not even just sports, like – People take shots at Arkansas constantly, and I think you and I both being Arkansans, uh, it's awesome. I mean, I wish I could speak more eloquently about what it's like to win, but I can't. It's just freaking awesome. And we don't get a lot of W's on on the national scene. People don't really respect us, so when we have to get respect, we have to force it. So I love it. You know, I I have a you know a national radio show, and I represent Arkansas hard and. You know, I have a couple TV shows and, you know, at times they're like, hey, maybe we don't show your tattoos. And I'm like, no, I've got the, the state of Arkansas firmly on my arm. We're not going to pull that out. So, yeah, for me, it's a thrill. And, you know, to be able to actually know like the coaches and text them. And, you know, for me, those are like the, the untouchables as a kid to be able to text. I mean, I talk to Muss on, on the phone occasionally or, or I was with Coach Pittman last week. And, you know, and I'm, this isn't a flex by me, but it's like I, I can't believe it. And we were hanging out in his office and. You know, we were t- it's just crazy that I get to have these relationships and that the teams are good. And, you know, you know as well as I do, it is a really cool time. And I don't want to take it for granted because it won't always happen. You know, this the nature of the beast is up and down. But while it's up, I just want to take it all in. That's all you can do, man. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you about, you know, the relationships that you do have with the coaches. Because obviously, you know, in their eyes and, and just the success that you've had, that's a very big deal to them. But just you know, to be able to to have those conversations where even you mentioned untouchables, like no offense, because I, I like the guy as a coach, but, you know, I, I don't think that if Bobby Petrino was still the coach, you know, you'd just be exchanging calls all the time. You know, he just didn't seem like it was that type of approachable guy or anything. And there's nothing against it. Just people are different with the personalities. But these coaches, even for you and even for the fans, it just seems like they're very approachable too, where they're interactive. They love Arkansas. And for you to be able to just interact them in the way they do is kind of just shows their personality and how much they enjoy just talking with people and talking with fans as well. Yeah. I wish I knew the origin stories of how I even got their numbers, but <laughs> um, you know, Mus, he came over, it's probably just a DM and I was like, Hey man, if you ever need anything, let me know. Or if I can help with anything, um, but he is, he just loves basketball. And I know that's weird to say about a coach, but like he eats, sleeps, breeds basketball. 
And there are times, I mean, there was a time in the last couple of weeks that we were on the phone talking about some stuff. And uh, I listened to him talk about the full roster of next. And I'm like, should I be like, this feels like I'm in have too, too much inside information. And it really wasn't inside information. It was just, I'm listening to the coach tell me like I'm in the room. So, you know, when I, and I do have a lucky life where I get to hang out with a lot of people that are celebrities and some of them, some of them are douches and some of them aren't, but they're normal. They're normal people regardless. They're just people you like and people you don't. But to me, the Arkansas coaches and athletes, like those are the real celebrities to me. So, you know, it, it, coach Pittman is as, as, as down of a dude as I've ever met, like, just like a guy that you want to hang out with. And I know people say that and I was like, okay, but probably behind the scenes, but he's just a dude. And so, yeah, it's been awesome. And, you know, I wish that I was cooler and could be like, yeah, no big deal, but it is a big deal to me because I'm Arkansas all the way, but it's, it's just a thrill. Well, and I know that, you know, we've, we've interacted on Twitter too, and we've seen like some of the, the great moments that happened just over the past school year, like the football season was great. And I'll, I'll never take that for granted. And some of the great wins that they had, but you know, this basketball run, I, I've said it many times before, football's great. Baseball's great. But like when basketball's great, when basketball at Arkansas, it, it just seems like that next level. I mean, how much fun did you have where not only are you being able to, to see the run, but back-to-back -back years going to the elite eight jobs, not finished. And just the way the direction is program is going. I mean, it just seems like that's like one of the most fun things you can be around because everyone watches the NCAA tournament. Not everybody watches the Outback Bowl, which is no nothing against it, but being a part of something that everybody is watching and talking about and the great runs that they've gone on already is, is just exciting. Yeah, it's fun to watch and it's fun to like be excited about something. So, you know, if a game's on Tuesday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, you're reading the message boards, you're getting, I mean, it's just a lot of time investment, but it's like fun because you have something to look forward to. It's like Christmas, you know, twice a week, even during the regular season, Tuesday nights, Friday nights, it's like Christmas twice a week and uh, leading up to the Auburn game, regular season, they're number one. You know, I had to play a show at the Opry that night or I would have been there and I'd committed to kind of close the night and do, you know, uh, 20 minutes of stand up. And so I couldn't leave because they had been promoting that I was going to be at the show that night and, and, and performing. But I had the game on my phone which I had on stage performing at the Opry on a national uh, radio show and on a television show on Peacock. I was still watching the game while I was performing because it meant that much. And I just, I was so excited for it. So to me, it's just to, to have teams that could possibly win. Like that's so much fun to be able to just all week long, read about it, think about it, imagine it. Sometimes you know, I don't even want the game to happen. I've just had so much fun leading up to it, being in the conference. I mean, we were ranked top 10 this year in football, and people are like, ah, oh, who knows if they deserve it. I'm like, who cares? Like, we're in every conversation. When they're showing highlights on SportsCenter, they have to show us because we're a top 25 team. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool to just be excited. Like, the football season, you know, I was, we were up in Fayetteville a couple weeks ago, and we had opened for Garth Brooks, and it was awesome, and – you know, I didn't really enjoy it till it was over because I didn't want to screw it up. And, you know, one of the cool things was the day before I went up and again, I was hanging out with coach and he was like, it's going to be great. And I was like, I don't know. It's going to be great. I'm going to go and give it my all. And, you know, he gives you one of these, these pep talks, but it's not like a raw, raw pep talk. It's like a real life, like I'm your best friend and, you know, we're going to do. And so I go and I play the show and it, it ends up being pretty good. And, He's like, hey, come up to the suites. I go up and I hang out with him and watch a little bit of Garth Brooks. And he's like, hey, I'm not kidding. This is what he said to me. I don't think he would care if I shared it. He goes, I'm not kidding. We're going to be good next year. And I was like, 
all right, I'm sold. Like I already felt pretty good with KJ coming back, you know, with uh, Green and Rocket Sanders in the backfield. Our O-line's probably going to be the best in the SEC, at least top one or two. Like it's all there. We're probably, you know, we'll see how we do a receiver, you know, uh, with, with, with Traylon Burks gone. You know, if we could have someone, you know, if the kid from Oklahoma, Hazelwood, can, if he's what the stars say he is and what I mean, like his, his recruiting stuff, like we're going to be there. Right. So it's exciting to have coach kind of say that, like, Hey, I know you're reading this stuff, but we're really going to be pretty good. And so that's, that was my favorite moment. I think of the whole trip, it was not playing the show, not, and I know Garth a little bit now at this point, um, it, the hard call. And then coach Pittman after two days of being together going, Hey, we're going to be good next year. And me going, all right, I'm excited. I get to be excited for like a hundred more days now. Yeah. Oh, hey, if he sold you, he sold me on it for sure. And, and I want to talk more about that uh, Garth Brooks concert here in just a second. But first, I got to tell everybody about Bill Bar and how we know that once the summertime comes around, we're always trying to make sure that we maintain and we lose our weight. And we got to get that beach body ready for the beach season. And sometimes it's really tough to be able to eat healthy. But luckily for you, we have this great deal with Built Bar that if you go to Built.com, you can check out all the amazing flavors that they have and get a great deal on them because not only are they healthy, but they taste amazing as they are covered in 100% chocolate. And by listening to this podcast, if you go to Built.com and enter in promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. You can order the whole store. doesn't matter how many. Just make sure to enter in promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on our conversation with Bobby Bones of the Bobby Bones Show, which we appreciate him coming on. Bobby, you mentioned the Garth Brooks concert. I was there for that, and I I was there kind of towards the bottom of the, uh, or not on the floor, but like right there in the north end zone. And and having some fun with that. And it was awesome, man. Like it was absolutely awesome being able to be there and to see that concert, to see you perform in your band as well and everything. Just tell us about that experience and, and what that was like, because obviously it was cool because Garth Brooks and all that, but to be able to do it in Razorback stadium for you had to have a little extra juice to it. Well, that's the only reason I did it. Honestly, I, you know, our band is a comedy duo that I had formed a long time ago. I was just playing guitar in my comedy sets. I do stand up and play theaters all over the country. And so I have one of my, he's my best friend. And so we just started doing two man comedy stuff because he's actually a pretty good musician and I can write funny stuff and do the jokes and he can play. And that just continued to get bigger and bigger. And so we started playing festivals and, you know, we, we've raised like a couple million bucks for uh, children's hospitals. And so, you know, we were doing a lot of shows and we kind of quit and I was just playing songs um, when I was doing my solo shows and we're, again, never really a music band. We played funny songs, but it wasn't to like be a big music star because I can't really sing. I can sing just good enough to not be distracting. And so we hadn't really played any shows. And uh, Garth called like on a, I think it was like March 31st, perfect timing for April Fool's Day. Yeah. And so he, t- he texted me first. I was on the air and he texted me. He goes, hey, can you talk? And I was like, well, I'm on the air right now. Um, I'll be off at, I'll be home like 1130. So hit me up then. And he's like, all right, cool. And at the same time, I'm going, I just told Garth Brooks, hit me up then because I can't talk. Like, <laughs> what life is this? And so uh, I'm home and my wife was in the house with me and uh, she's from Oklahoma and, you know, she's a big Sooner fan and, you know, Garth's from Oklahoma. And so I was like, Garth's going to ask me to do something. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a charity thing, but 
um, come and sit with me. And so he calls and he's like, hey, man, it's Garth. And obviously I know it's Garth because the phone said Garth. And it, I don't have to put Brooks on the back of it. I just put Garth. I can just put G and know who it is. And I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? He said, well, he said, I have a, um, like a proposition for you. I said, okay. And he said, how would you like to come and play, uh, open up for me in the stadium show in Arkansas? And so I said, well, like what's, what's happening with that show? And I really just asked him that to get him talking for a second. And I, and I muted me and I told my wife, I said, I said, Hey, I don't think I'm, I'm going to do this because I'm not, we're not trying to be a music act. We've done this thing for four or five years and we've never opened for anybody. And if we go and play a music show, people are going to be confused by what we're doing. And she's like, if you don't say yes to this, you're going to want to kill yourself. Um, in, in 30 days, in a year, in three years. She goes, just say yes, and we'll talk about it uh, once you're off the call. So Garth, to talk a little more about the show. and had, So I unmute it, and I say, you know what? Would love to do it. Can't wait. And he's like, all right, we'll send you all the details. And that was, that was it. And so uh, he hits me up a few days later, and he's like, all right, we'll see you there. You'll need to be there the day of for sound check. And I'd already planned to come in because uh, I think I've signed seven athletes to NIL deals right now up, at, up on the hill. And so I was coming in the day before to do some some photos with them. And so we do sound check that day. And Garth and his wife, Trisha, your water up. And again, I have a relationship with them that I just can walk up and be like, hey, guys, and give them a hug. And so I'll walk up. And I'm, this is the coolest thing that somebody could do, like a headliner. He said, hey, you know, I have this stage. And it's a whole round stage because it's in the round. So there are people all around the circle of the stage. He said, if, while you're playing, you should use the whole stage and run everywhere. Now, a headliner never tells the opening act to use the whole stage. It's kind of the unspoken rule, and sometimes it's the spoken rule. You have a very small spot that you can play and don't leave it because that's for the headliner. And I said, the whole, you, you, we can use the whole stage? And he goes, yeah, there are people everywhere. You should run around the whole stage. And I thought, I've never heard of a headliner doing that. So Garth's already super cool. He then says that. And then he goes, how long are you guys going to play? I said, well, we were told to play, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and a headliner or the, an opening act plays 15 to 20 usually. So they were already giving us extra time. And I said, so we'll probably play up around 30. And he goes, if you're feeling it, just keep playing. Play 45, play 50. I don't care because I'm be here all night. And so for a, a headliner to tell the opener, use the whole stage and play as long as you want. I've never heard of such thing. And not only that, he there were people having trouble getting in because – the, the, you know what it's like up there. And so, the, and there were some ticket issues of beeping in some tickets. And he said, Hey, we have some people that can't get in. So I'm going to hold you guys for a little bit. And he sent out Mitch Russell who opened, opened. And when we went on, he gave us full lights. He gave us everything. It was the coolest thing. And, I, and he did this because he knew that was home for me. And that was my favorite place in the whole world. Like being in that stadium, that's it. That's the place. When someone does these little games, like, if you could be anywhere in the whole world, any scenario, it's in Razorback Stadium. It's my favorite place. So to do that, and we didn't suck, and you know that to have that night, it was awesome. It was just A plus, and really one of the highlights. And I'm so glad that my wife told me to do it because I was really considering not doing it. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, the only thing I even have close to that is that we uh, did a media flag football game in there like five or six years ago, and I caught a touchdown pass in Razorback Stadium doing flag football and i'm like hey it's all the same if you're just in there yeah. it's awesome it's just yeah. all, being a kid that would just look forward to maybe going to a game a year with our church group because i couldn't afford yep. to go to a game but they would take us i would just wait and i mean i went and watched peyton manning drill us one year it was awesome not to get beat <laughs> but to see peyton manning and to go with our fca group and 
you know, so I would rarely, I wouldn't get to go a lot, but when I would, it would make my whole year. And as I started to, you know, make my own money, I would prioritize trips and it's just, it's just amazing. It's amazing to be there. Um, I'll be in Bud Walton this weekend on Saturday and, you know, just to be there for the graduation is awesome. I'm just so lucky now to be able to go back and do things that as a kid were so important to me. Well, well, let me ask you, because I know you mentioned the NIL deal, which is NIL is just a, a crazy thing. Like on, on my station on 1037 The Buzz, you know, we've had some NIL deals with interviews and stuff on our station and all that. And I know that you signed uh, some student athletes to some NIL. So what, what are those details like? Because it's, you know, a lot of people just go for, oh, I want the big stars, you know, to go here. But you signed a lot of people from different sports and from different backgrounds. So what was that process like in signing NIL with U of A athletes? Well, as soon as the NIL was allowed, I hit up Jalen Williams and I said, hey, I got a new TV show coming out on Disney+. Plus. I want you to do promotion for it uh, for me. And so then I hit up the school. He's like, yes. And then I hit up his attorney. And we, you know, everything is done really streamlined and by the books. And I loved it because I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want. And so, you know, we, we line up all the paperwork. Um, you know, I pay him some thousands and he promoted the crap out of it and he did it on my socials. We used clip. And so, um, you know, he was talking about breaking Bobby bones and we called him my PR person, but really I hired him to be the voice on social media and other little media places to promote my TV show. So I was going to use him again, but I have an apparel line where we give back a lot to um, different causes and we're working with the group in Northwest Arkansas to make sure that kids who can't afford to play baseball can play baseball. And so I reached out and, I found seven different athletes to work on. We have a hoodie we're dropping in this apparel line, and I can't see. Like I almost my right eye works. I have like three percent vision in it, and my left oh. eye is pretty bad too. So I wear big glasses. And the line's called "Can't See Apparel." And so what I did is I called Jalen first, and he was like, "Bro, I'm out of town. He's doing the draft stuff. You know, he's going to the camps to see. You know, if he'll fall in the draft, and um, as in fall, as in be drafted." He said, "I'm going to be out of town." Um, but he get and he recommended a couple people. And so I hit up some other folks up on the Hill and I got Devo from the basketball team who I love, uh, just hard worker, you know, his style's a little quirky. Like that's, that's my dude. Uh, Rocket Sanders, who's just such a hardworking guy, just such a, I, I, you know, love him. Bumper, obviously. So from the football team, I got Rocket and Bumper. From the basketball team, I got Devo. Uh, I was going to get Jalen, but Jalen pieced out. I got have two cheerleaders. I got Jersey um, and Sailor from the women's basketball team. Um, I know I'm forgetting somebody. But anyway, I have seven athletes that are representing the brand, and our drop's going to be probably this Friday. And it's just awesome. If I can use these student athletes from the University of Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, to help me promote this brand so we can sell a lot of hoodies, so we can make sure that kids can play sports, they're working. The fact that athletes could not do what other classmates could do. Athletes were being penalized for being an athlete. It was crazy to me. So now that they can work, I'm going to use them for their name, image, and likeness, and it's going to benefit all of us. So just super pumped to be able to do that, to be able to help our athletes, and they're helping me. So it's a symbiotic relationship. So th that's what it is. It's important to me to, to give back to our athletes, and I know they're working hard represent the University of Arkansas. And if I can use them to help what I'm doing, I'm going to do it always. We'll finish up our discussion with Bobby Bones here in just a second. First, got to tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's crazy how just with your vehicle, there's so many different moving parts that you need to take care of and you need to replace and you need more information on. 
<clears throat> but you don't want to go to those big box stores because you know you're going to have to pay a lot more. They may not even be able to get you what you got. And if they need it, they have to order it. It just seems like a hassle. Rock Auto is what helps you out the most because you can save time and some money. And it's a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every single customer, whether it's a do-it-yourselfer or someone who owns your own business. It's always going to be the same. If you go to rockauto.com right now and enter promo code LOCKED, on you'll be able to receive 15% off your next order simple as that and also make sure you go to the comment box and write in locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you here on the locked on razorbacks podcast amazing selection reliably low prices all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com you are locked on razorbacks your daily podcast on the arkansas razorbacks Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here real quick with Bobby Bones, who's our guest on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. So, Bobby, just uh, I was curious because obviously you have a lot of interactions with a lot of different people from all over the place. Have you have you been able to successfully convert many people to Razorback fandom? Because that's something that I've worked on with people. I don't have much success, but I feel like in your runnings with a lot of different people, maybe at least get them to watch a game with you, something like that, anywhere close. I can't even get my wife to convert. Now, she shouldn't because she's a diehard Sooner. Um, so converting, no. I think that's tough. I like converting religions. You know, you're dug in. You believe what you believe at this point. You were raised how you were raised. Uh, but I do have a lot of friends now that reach out a lot when Arkansas wins um, or is playing well. I think that's the new – that's kind of the new fun thing is that we're good. And so, you know, some of my close friends, like Luke Bryan, the country singer, he's a big Georgia Bulldog guy. And when Arkansas plays well, or, I mean, he's always like, hey, look at your hogs. And I think that Darius, who's a big South Carolina guy, Darius Rucker, it's all my friends here in Nashville. And a lot of them are SEC folks because they were all born in kind of the South. A lot of Bulldog fans from Georgia, you know, get uh, – so they no Vanderbilt fans, oddly. I mean, I don't think they, I don't know if there are fans. Yeah, I'd say, um, do they exist? <laughs> yeah, I, no passionate ones anyway. But I think that's what it is. Mostly they're just like, hey, how about those hogs, man? They're, they're killing it. And that's the fun thing is that I now can take part in some of these conversations. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing I think is so exciting about it too is just, you know, I have I go to SEC media days every year and, you know, it's usually just kind of like, oh, okay, ho-hum Arkansas. But I've had the same thing with people like when the Arkansas-Texas game was going on in football. Great game. Texting me. Yeah, they were just, game. Yeah, they were just like, dude, it looks lit there. Like they were watching on TV. They just couldn't, they couldn't just fathom it. It's almost like because they've forgotten that Razorback football and sports can be so passionate. And I, I think it's been really great too. And I, I can't tell you, I'm sure – you understand this just for like our business, you know, doing Razorback content and stuff when the team's good. It's just so much more fun. And uh, I've, I've tried to, I, I dated a girl for a little bit, tried to get her to be a Razorback fan. Did not happen. Did not work. That's uh, good so. though. Right. I mean, the good thing about my wife is also the thing that's most annoying is that she is passionate about her team. She loves the Sooners. I don't love the Sooners. I don't like the Sooners, but I can respect the fact that she is a diehard Sooner fan. I don't like it. But I can respect it, and I like that about her. And, you know, our debate now is when we have kids because we're having those conversations, she's like, you know we're going to make them Sooner fans. And I feel like that's just her curse. I, I, don't, I don't even like her saying that. And so – but we will have those battles. The, the difference is I have relationships inside the program at the University of Arkansas, so I'll take the kid to do cooler things than what she can do. And so 
You know, it's just been an awesome time to be a Razorback fan. I don't want to take it for granted. We're good at a lot of things at once. You know, um, I'm not sure when this is going to run, but the softball team's right in the middle of it, and you hope they have a great SEC tournament and get that number one seed. It's awesome to just beat Bama outright in the conference. Uh, the baseball team, you know, it has been a weird year where, I mean, first of all, we win the series from Auburn and we drop to, for, that is that was so weird to me that we win yeah. the series and then drop in the polls, but okay, whatever. You beat the top 25 team and you fall in the poll. Weird, okay? But, you know, it's, the baseball season's been a, a little odd to me. We have lost some games where I'm like, really? But we still at times look as good as we have ever looked. Like our, it took us a while for our bats to come alive. But again, we're going to be tough to beat consistently. And I still feel like we can win the whole thing. Football, obviously. Basketball, we're rocking. You know, I think the big question is, is Jalen going to come back? You know, I, I don't know the answer. And I have a relationship with him. Um, I don't know the answer to that. So if he comes back, holy crap, watch out. If he doesn't come back, holy crap, watch out. But there's a difference in holy crap, watch out, and holy crap, watch out. We're going to be good anyway. But just just looking forward to, I mean, any time I can watch the Hogs. And uh, you're right about the content. I mean, I listen and read everything that I possibly can because we're winning. And I got to imagine if you're doing Razorback – a radio show or a podcast, people like to hear about a winner. It's tough to hear about a loser because you're like, well, I don't want to listen to something that you know doesn't make me feel good. But I'll say this too about this podcast. This is the most professional pod. I did not expect this thing to be this professional, John. This thing's awesome. What do you like, mean? You got, you got spots in the middle of it. You got people doing voiceover. You got the whole thing. Like, shout out to you. This is awesome. Yeah. And so it's been a real treat for me to be here, and it's it's amazing to be a hog fan. I will always represent Arkansas. And, you know, I'll just be the hog fan until eventually I'm governor of the state and be the number one hog fan, you know? Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I, I try to pretend I'm professional sometimes, you know, it, it, I kind of have to fake it till you bake it at least. But, uh, but man, I, I'm serious though. I appreciate you coming on. I know my sister-in-law, Julia and my nephew, Oliver, they listen to your show all the time. So they're going to get a huge kick out of, uh, the, out of this interview and the fact that uh, you were able to come on because, like I said, they, they think you're awesome and everything. So I'm like, well, at least I'll know I have two listeners that's going to say this was a great podcast to, to be able to listen to. So, Well, Julia, Oliver, I appreciate you listening, and uh, thank you. And that's that's awesome. I just wanted to say your names. I love Julia, I love Oliver, and best friends forever. Oh, man, they're going to love you for that one. Bobby, as always, man, great talking to you, dude. Enjoy the rest of your time. I know it's going to be crazy for you, but – uh, it's always good to talk some Razorback sports with you, man, and enjoy it, man. I'm sure we'll be catching up with you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And by the way, if you're watching this and I have a cutoff shirt on, I've been doing yard work uh, for the past <laughs> like hour. And so I apologize, but you know, it's on brand. I, I'm in a cutoff shirt and a Razorback hat and uh, the yard doesn't look much better than it did before I started. I'll be honest with you, but right. go hogs, woo pig and John, good to see you. And hopefully I'll see you soon. Absolutely, man. It was good seeing you.